Good morning, sports fans. Welcome to another episode of The Bench Warmer. I'm your host, Jason, of The Detailian Mind. Well, the eyes of March are upon us. Many teams have fallen so far in this year's March Madness. On the men's side, we've had one number one seed fall in the first round. And just recently, this past week, we had a second number one seed. Uh, number one seed, Kansas, fall to number eight seed, Arkansas. Almost a uh, cross-border rivalry, but more adjacent. So, big matchup there. Big loss there on the KU side. They were one of the uh, favorites to win, and uh, now they're enjoying golf season. So, um, stay tuned. We'll see what happens. We've got two more left over. Number one, Houston. And number one, Alabama. Let's see what my picks are for uh, the men's Sweet 16. So, as I mentioned, we got only two number one seeds left. And as of right now, we've got the number one seed, Alabama, going up against the number uh, 15 seed. No, I'm sorry, the number five seed, San Diego State University. Well, I'm going to go with the number five seed on this one. So I think uh, um, San Diego is going to be the third Kingslayer um, on the men's side. And it's going to be in the Sweet 16 round. Why am I picking San Diego State over Alabama? Well, I'm not really an Alabama fan all around. Um, I mean, it's like they're only... It's like, they're like Nebraska. That's the only sport that they got there that's... Uh, um, well, I, can't, I guess I can't say that anymore. They got the Birmingham Stallions who won the USFL, but uh, just never been an Alabama fan. I've always thought that the Crimson Tide have always been overrated. Um, plus, when I think of Alabama, I do think of a football team and a football school. So how they end up getting number one seed um, in basketball, I don't know how that's working out. So... Yeah, I guess we'll just uh, play it by ear and see how they do. But I'm going to go with the San Diego State team in this case. Moving on, we've got number six, Crichton. And we've got number 15, Princeton. Now, I must admit, I don't really know who Crichton is. The only reference I can think of when it comes to Crichton is... Um, I think it was, I think, I think the character's name is John Crichton, and he is the main character from the uh, sci-fi show Farscape. Uh, definitely a really good show to watch, so if anyone out there are, is, um, uh, sci-fi fans, then definitely check out, uh, Farscape, because I think he does a, I think that character is pretty well written, but, uh, that reference aside, yeah, I don't think it's going to be enough. And this is going to be a very big upset because I've got number 15, Princeton, to uh, win that one. Uh, A couple reasons why. Um, Number one is I like that they are orange and black. Now, I might have to double check and see exactly what shade of orange they are because that might uh, dictate if I really do like them or not. Um, And if it's like a more of a cream soda color of orange, kind of like, uh, or a rust color of orange, kind of like, uh, Texas, then I probably won't like them. 
but if it's a deeper orange, kind of like uh, like a blood red orange, kind of like what uh, um, the Bengals, the Cincinnati Bengals have, or even the Syracuse Orangemen, something like what they've got, then I'd be cool with that. You know, I'd, I'd be cool supporting them and hoping that they go do a pretty good job. You know, um, so I guess that's half <laughs> half a point. Um, another reason why I'm picking them is because. Uh, Princeton is generally known as being one of those Ivy League schools where they are, you know, more about providing a, a very good quality education as opposed to providing a very good quality sports um, division or, or uh, whatever you want to call it, teams. So, from my point of view, um, because I, I do like that they are very sport uh, or uh, academic associated I also like to see them do well athletically too you know sometimes it's it's nice to see the uh, the smarty pants schools uh, actually do well in, in college um, it just shows that us uh, us smarties and us nerds can actually uh, play sports so um, that's kind of where I stand on that one so that, that's one point in favor however a point against I don't know if it's a point against or not, but uh, I'm going with a point against right now because one of my exes went to Princeton, so um, I'm not sure right now if that's a, uh, a net positive or a net negative when it comes to picking them to win this one. Um, but she is pretty smart, and pretty good looking, so I guess 0.5, yeah, we'll, we'll neutral it out to zero, <laughs> let's put it that way, um, we'll, we'll go with that, so my, my pick here is Princeton, so, and uh, I know it's a very big uh, long shot, because they're number 15 seed, and there's only uh, four number 15 seeds, and obviously four number 16 seeds, so, you know, it's, I don't know, we'll see. Uh, next up is the number nine FAU. I don't know if that's Florida University or who that is. I didn't take the time to actually sit down and figure out who FAU is. But it don't matter because uh, they're playing against the number four seed Tennessee Volunteers. And my pick right off the bat is going to be uh, for the Volunteers. So whoever they are, sorry, I don't know who you are. But uh, yeah, I'm, you're not getting my vote on this one. Uh, I'm going to go with the, the Tennessee squad. Moving on. We got the number three seed Kansas State Wildcats versus the number seven seed in my hometown, Michigan State Spartans. So um, should come as no surprise to you that I'm going to go with my hometown team on this one, or my home state team, and I'm going to go with the Michigan State Spartans. So I'm going to predict that the number seven seed will topple a number three seed and have a little minor upset here. Um, Although I, I do think it's kind of interesting that uh, um, Michigan or uh, uh, Kansas State made it in, because normally when you think of a really solid basketball team from from Kansas, it's KU. But like I mentioned uh, in the opening to this episode, uh, they got knocked out last round. Uh, so I'm kind of surprised that uh, Kansas State got a number three seed out of all of this. Uh, another reason why I'm picking Michigan State just beyond the fact that they're home state uh, team that I cheer for most of the time when it comes to basketball uh, is the reason that uh, 
you know, yeah, they're number seven seed, but they seem to be very consistently right in the mid-ranges there when it comes to their rankings every single year. And generally speaking, they make it easily to the Sweet 16, and then a good chunk of time, too, I think they make it to uh, the Elite Eight. Um, I think when, when, when the more often than not, when, when they need to step up to the occasion as a mid-ranked team, they're able to make it to the Elite Eight, you know, and kind of continue on their playoff endeavors. So, um, I think that they're going to be able to do very well on this. I, like I said before, Kansas State, they're, they're more of a, a, a football school, if I remember correctly. I don't really remember too much of, during my time in Kansas, uh, going to college myself. I don't remember them being too big of a basketball um, school. That was generally KU, whereas K-State was more football. So I don't know if it's they got such a high ranking because uh, the Big 12 is, is a pretty weak conference. I'm not sure if that statement even translates over from football to basketball, but uh, I guess we'll find out here shortly. Um, but just historically speaking, um, Michigan State's always been a, a pretty good powerhouse when it comes to college basketball, so I can't really uh, um, go against them on this one, even if I wanted to. So that's my pick. Uh, Michigan State will uh, topple Kansas State. Sorry, all my friends back in uh, Kansas, but I'm going to go with Michigan on this one. Moving on, we got a number one seed, Houston, versus the number five seed, uh, University of Miami. And um, in this case, I don't think Miami will be able to overcome the one seed, and I think Houston will be able to hold on and uh, get on to the Elite Eight. Next up, we got number three, Xavier, versus number two, Texas. And uh, I seem to remember that Xavier is consistently in that mid-range, you know, Kind of like Michigan State, they're always, they, they always seem to be in that mid-range, you know, uh, number seven, number four, number five, this time number three. Um, so I, I always seem to remember that they are a pretty consistent ball club when it comes to uh, college basketball on the men's side. So I, I just, I, I'm going to go with number three, Xavier, on this one. Um, generally speaking, I'm not a big fan of uh, Texas teams in the uh, number in the number one Houston side of course I'm picking them because I've got a little bit more of a disdain towards Florida than I do Texas at least right now but we'll see uh, both both states tend to always uh, try to outcompete each other to be my uh, least favorite state in the United States so uh, we'll see if that carries on towards uh, more sports here as time goes by um, but in this case, I'm gonna go with number three, Xavier. I just I think the name sounds pretty cool. Um, that and like I said before, they seem to have a little more consistency with always repeating into the March Madness tournament uh, year in and year out. Roughly the same seed, so they have a, that consistency that I'm really looking for to uh, make the determination. Whereas Texas, uh, well, kind of like with uh, K State, kind of like with Alabama, Texas. When I think of Texas sports. Uh, as, a, as a university, I'm always thinking college football. So I just, sorry, I just can't do it. Can't uh, can't see myself uh, seeing uh, Texas doing 
too much better here in uh, college basketball. Uh, moving on, we've got the number four, UConn, versus the number eight, Arkansas. Once again, the second Kingslayer in this March Madness tournament uh, coming in the last round of playoffs. Um, their number eight seed. But I think the buck stops here for the uh, Razorbacks, and I'm going to go with uh, the UConn squad and uh, predict that UConn will move on to the Elite Eight. And then lastly, to round out my Sweet 16 predictions, I'm looking at number three, Gonzaga, versus number two, UCLA. And my pick is going to be number three, Gonzaga. Uh, If I recall, they won it a couple years ago. Maybe it was last year. Um, But they, they always tend, I notice, to be consistently in the top six, top seven seeds from year in to year out. Um, and so I think they have a pretty solid uh, team. And my guess is going to go towards Gonzaga. They're going to be able to pull off the slight upset and beat uh, UCLA and carry them into another Elite Eight appearance. Um, and that's my uh, Sweet 16 picks. Uh, moving on, we're uh, going to be looking right away at the Elite Eight. Once again, we've got San Diego State University, the number five seed. They're going up against the number 15 seed, Princeton University. And um, as much as I do want to, <coughs> excuse me, as much as I do want to try to uh, cheer Princeton on another round, I just, uh, I think it's curtains for them. Um, the Ides of March will catch up to them in, in the uh, Elite Eight, and I think uh, you'll see San Diego will be able to uh, pull up a victory, a pretty easy victory, and they will move on from there. Moving on, going to be a pretty close matchup because it's the number four, Tennessee versus the number six, Michigan State. And once again, like I said, it's, it's really hard for me to cheer against my home state um, teams. And when it comes to uh, Michigan State even being ranked in number seven seed, um, I think they're a pretty solid team. And I'm not sure exactly how Tennessee matches up in college basketball. If they're routinely this good when it comes to being ranked and uh, making it this far in the March Madness tournament, I just, you know, I don't really recall them being in the tournament and ranked so high last few years. So, for me, it's kind of tough to, to really uh, cheer for me on here. So, I'm going to go to number seven, Michigan State. I think Coach Shizzo is going to be able to uh, continue the success for the uh, squad and uh, kind of uh, lead his team to another uh, um, victory in the playoffs. Moving on, number one, Houston versus number three, Xavier. I'm going to go with the number one seed here. Uh, they are definitely um, going to outmatch Xavier, even though, like I mentioned before, Xavier tends to have a little bit more, if I recall, of a presence uh, in the NCAA tournament. I'm just going to have to go with uh, um, Houston on this one. And lastly, a pretty a pretty solid matchup as well. Number three, Gonzaga versus number four, UConn. Uh, if I recall correctly, didn't these two teams also play for the finals, for the championship, a few years back? 
Um, I think that's when Gonzaga won it last, too, is when they played against UConn. So I think UConn is, is historically a pretty, um, pretty solid basketball team for college hoops. So I think it's going to be a very good matchup. Uh, I think it's kind of one of those playoff uh, rivalries, especially given the fact, like I mentioned, that if my memory serves me right, they played for a championship uh, a few years back. So um, I think it's going to be a good matchup again. There's going to be old, old rivalries just because these two teams seem to really uh, be pretty solid when it comes to playing in the playoffs. So my uh, hat's going to go towards um, – Gonzaga on this one. And that rounds out my Elite Eight picks. So that leaves us with the final four. Number five, San Diego State. Number seven, Michigan State. Number one, Houston. And number three, Gonzaga. So let's just jump right on in and we will check out the final four for the men's March Madness Tournament. Number five, San Diego State versus number seven, Michigan State, and it's going to be uh, it's going to be a tough one. I think uh, Michigan State will have to uh, play every single second of the game. They will have to be very good on their free throws, but I do think that they will eke out a very small margin win, probably in overtime against San Diego State, and I think they'll they'll propel them into the championship round. Moving on to number one, Houston, and number three, Gonzaga. Um, I don't think it'll be quite as close of a game, but I think that uh, Gonzaga will become the fourth and final Kingslayer to dethrone a number one seed in this playoff uh, series. And so my prediction is going to be the number three Gonzaga squad will beat um, number one seed Houston. And if I, I'm going to have to put a point value on it, I think it's going to be somewhere between 5 to 10 points. Uh, I think it's going to come down to one of those games where it's close until Houston gets to the position where they need to start fouling, and Gonzaga will just uh, run away with it there at that point uh, with free throws and those, uh, those easy points there. Um, and that's how they'll end up uh, getting about 5 to 10 points uh, uh, spread there for the victory. So... That is my prediction for the men's basketball tournament. But before I go to my grand finale pick between Gonzaga and Michigan State, I'm going to jump on over to the Women's March Madness playoffs because once again, they are doing their their version. They've uh, got to their Sweet 16 right around the same time that uh, the men's have done so. So that's kind of nice, you know. Um, so women's March Madness Sweet 16 we've got uh, number one South Carolina versus the number four seed UCLA and I'm going to go with the number one seed in this case um, just because if I remember correctly I think the women's uh, South Carolina squad they tend to do pretty well um, so I'm going to go with uh, with that one next up we've got number three Notre Dame Versus number two, Maryland. And uh, I'm just not a Notre Dame fan, so I'm going to go with the number two seed, Maryland. Next up, number eight, Ole Miss. Versus number five, Louisville. And uh, I know Louisville in the past is is pretty decent just all around when it comes to their sports. 
I'm not sure how that parlays over to the women's squad, but I'm going to go with the Louisville uh, for this victory in the Sweet 16. Next up, number six, Colorado versus number two, Iowa. And I'm going to go with number two, Iowa. I just I don't really know too terribly much about uh, Colorado, um, both on the men's or women's side. Iowa, they tend to have a little bit more of a uh, basketball presence, kind of part of that, that Midwest vibe that, uh, that you can see, you know, throughout the uh, decades. They just tend to go gravitate more towards the uh, classic American sports. So I'm going to go with Iowa on this one. Um, next up, we've got number nine, Miami, versus number four, Villanova. And I think Villanova, much like their men's squad, tends to do pretty well. So my pick is going to be for Villanova to uh, move on to the Elite Eight. And then next up, number three, MSU, who just came off of a win against Michigan. And they're playing against the number two squad, Utah Utes, I think is their their name. Uh, but I'm going to go the number three squad and pick the Tiger squad to, uh, to beat out the Utes. And then we got... Our second of the four remaining number one seeds, number one, Virginia Tech. And they are facing off against number four, Tennessee. And I don't know too too much about uh, Virginia Tech. I kind of always thought that they were more of a a football uh, school. So when it comes to women's basketball, I couldn't really tell you exactly what's going on. But you know what? I do know that... uh, um, at least from what I can recollect, that uh, the Tennessee women's uh, squad does have a pretty good job of representing in the March Madness women's tournament. So I'm going to pick Tennessee to be the third queen slayer in this tournament and uh, wipe out Virginia Tech. Um, so my my hat's being tipped to you, Tennessee volunteers or lady volunteers, or however they choose your moniker for the women's side, um, I'm picking you to uh, beat up on the number one squad and uh, be a queen slayer. And then lastly, we've got number three, Ohio State versus number two, UConn. And you got to know, I cannot pick Ohio State in this matchup. You, you just got to know it. You know, it, it's, I think I'd probably pick a, a Florida team or a Texas team above, uh, or even a California team above, uh, um, Ohio State. I'm pretty sure I'd pick uh, a 16th seed over Ohio State. Just not going to happen, you know. I think they're at the very bare bone bottom of the uh, totem pole when it comes to picking squads. Um, I would much rather pick a, a game ending a tie somehow magically than picking Ohio State to win it. So uh, any game. So. Um, my vote's going to number two, UConn. Utterly biased, but hey, what can you do? I'm from Michigan. There's no way you're going to catch me uh, rooting at all for Ohio State. And that rounds out the women's Sweet 16. So moving on to their Elite Eight, that brings me to number one seed, South Carolina versus number two seed, Maryland. And um, I think this is probably the best time as any to... Uh, pick another uh, queen slayer and I'm going to go with Maryland. Maryland's going to uh, put down the last number two seed and 
that'll be the end of the, the number ones in the on the women's side. So they don't last quite as long as what I have them lasting on the men's side, but, you know, better luck next time. Moving on, number five, Louisville versus number two, Iowa. Uh, I'm going to just go with a... Uh, a slight upset in this one. I'm going to go with the number five Louisville squad. It just seemed like a good uh, a good pick from, from my perspective. Um, moving on, number three, Louis, uh, Louisiana State, LSU, versus number four, Villanova. I'm going to go with uh, LSU. They always seem to have a pretty decent um, squad when it comes to uh, football or basketball, and I think they definitely show up for basketball, both on the men's and women's side, so my my hat's going to be tipped towards uh, LSU again. And then lastly, number four, Tennessee versus number two, UConn. In this situation, it's going to be uh, UConn. Once again, I think UConn is a pretty solid basketball school, both on the, the men's and women's side. Um, from... <clears throat> My my recollection from past years, they tend to do a pretty decent job just, you know, on the longevity side. So uh, that's going to be my pick here. And that's going to take us into the final four. So two number two squads, a number three, and a number five. So pretty, pretty similar to what I had set up for the uh, men's side. The only difference being is... Uh, a number one side still made it, and there's a number seven side in my uh, Michigan State team. So, um, final four picks: number two Maryland versus number five Louisville. I'm picking the number two Maryland team, and then last but not least, the number three LSU versus number two UConn. I'm going with the Deuces. So, um, UConn's gonna going to take it all and head on to the championship and we'll see how that matches up so um heading back to the men's side for their championship once again just keep in mind it's number seven michigan state versus number three gonzaga and it'll be a fight for michigan state but i do think it's going to be a win you know um they'll have to eke out a very 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 hard fought victory, but I think they'll be able to do it. So on the men's side, my pick goes to the Michigan State Spartans. If they do win, it will be their third um, NCAA championship, the last one being 2000, back when I was but a sophomore in high school. So hopefully that'll happen. Um, I think the last time they won before that was like in the 50s or something like that, like 1957 or something to that effect. So um, definitely, you know, very few and far between, but hopefully they can get another one here before the quarter century hits. And then back to the women's side to kind of finish off their whole uh, NCAA March Madness tournament. Battle of the Deuces. Number two, UConn versus number two, Maryland. And... My hat's going to go to the number two, UConn. And I can't remember off topic how many national championships they've won on the women's division. 
But I guess I'll find that out uh, if they win it all during my uh, class of 2023 video that I'll, or episode that I'll do towards the end of the year. Um, so that uh, rounds out my March Madness picks. Like I said before in an earlier episode, I was not going to go through all, was it, uh, 64 teams when they first started, because that would just be chaos. You know, I just, I would not have enough energy to go through every single matchup. But hey, who knows? Uh, maybe I'll do it next year. Um, once again, maybe I can actually sit down and take the time to come up with like a point scale to really make it interesting and kind of go from there and spend a little bit more time checking out how some of these teams fare during the, the regular season. But uh, that's my picks. Michigan State on the men's side, number seven seed, and University of Connecticut on the women's side, a number two seed. Um, might even go and do NIT. That's kind of like the uh, like the relegation uh, tournament. It used to be the, the national championship, but then I think uh, the March Madness bracket took over on that one. Um, and maybe I'll do some sort of a, uh, a revamp for um, how basketball does its uh, tournaments because, to be honest, I really don't think there should be 64 teams <coughs> that can uh, make it to the playoffs. Um, I know it's single-loss elimination, but I, I, I'm sorry. It, it's it's just way overdone. It, it's too commercialized. I mean, I, just, I don't see the reason why there needs to be 64 teams. I think that what they need to do is kind of like in football, revamp, you know, and re- really revamp how, how these uh, uh, conferences are structured and then from there set it up to um, state that, you know, the NCAA championship – you know, even if it's 16 teams, but maybe a best of three, I think that'd be fun, a best of three situation. And 16 teams enter in, and these, you know, the top conferences, you know, the, the Power Five, I think they call them in football, kind of set up the same kind of a situation for the Power Five where um, you've got definitely the top five seeds are, are the, the conference winners. And then from there, you just pick um, 11 teams that are the best teams out of those top five uh, conferences. The same thing you do with like the secondary five or whatever they call them. You know, have the same set, set up. Or maybe do it a little bit uh, smaller. Maybe do the uh, NITB. The, uh, they start out at, with eight teams. Do a best of three as well or, or best of five or something like that. I don't know. You know, um, I, I might have to sit down and come up with that kind of a thing too, because having 64 teams, actually even more, because they have like uh, play-ins too for that 16 seed. So why not have why why have like almost up to like 68 teams try to come in and play for uh, the playoffs? It just doesn't make sense to me. Um, it, it's I think overkill definitely make it March Madness and have it be 16 teams, you know, single loss elimination or even uh, a best of three series, but 64 teams, nah, not, not in my book. I, I just don't see it being, I think it's just more too commercialized at that point. So 
that's my picks. That's kind of my two cents about how they do things uh, in the uh, NCAA uh, basketball realm. Uh, like I said, I might do an NIT uh, round as well. I'm going to have to look into that. Um, I do have some other things coming up here shortly. I know that there is some uh, um, college hockey going on right now. I think Michigan just won the uh, Big Ten Conference for uh, hockey. So if that's the case, congrats to uh, the Michigan Wolverines. Um, if there's a, uh, a hockey a playoffs net network or, or system in place, which I'm sure there is, I'm going to have to jump into that. And if it was Michigan that actually won that, then I'm a really bad Michigan fan for uh, missing out on that one. And an even worse hockey fan for definitely missing out on that one. So um, might have to go and look into that. In the meantime, hope everybody is enjoying March Madness. And uh, hope your brackets aren't too screwed up from some of the big uh, upheavals that have happened, uh, both on the men's and the women's side. Um, But that's what makes uh, March Madness so fun is... You know, basketball could be a very uh, um, chaotic sport where a team can be hot one day and just utterly cold the next. So um, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll see how closely I am able to get my picks for both the men's and the women's. More of a long shot coming from the men's perspective, but hey, you know, when it's your hometown state, you just got to cheer for them sometimes. Thanks for tuning in to the Dutzillion Mind, and I hope you have a good rest of your week.